Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, April 11, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, it happens to be that we're in that waiting on the CPI data mode. We've got CPI this week, PPI, and the reason why these things are important to the marketplace at present is because the market is concerned, always concerned at present, with inflationary numbers. Things that tell us whether inflation is still persisting, getting worse, or getting better, CPI is one of those numbers. It stands for Consumer Price Index the things we pay for. Unfortunately, the government's numbers are skewed, they're made up, and they don't include the important things, but we'll just overlook that stuff, and we know that we're waiting on the CPI data, irregardless of what the number is. What we're interested in is how the market reacts to the number. Will the market use the number as an excuse to unravel, or will it use the number as an excuse to continue a melt-up operation. Let's talk about both sides. Not much change from yesterday, but we keep on keeping on and we do our daily due diligence in the market, keeping our finger on the pulse. Very simple. If she unravels, we're looking at 404.55, the daily chart last big time breakup candle low in the sequence, closing daily below that price is a warning signal. It's a flare up in the air. It's Irene Jr. On the flip side, the market has been trading inside this, we'll call it a breakup box. And if she stays in this mode, eating time off the clock in order to build energy for another move higher, she will move out of that box up into the neighborhood of the 415 area for starters. That would be on the table in a bullish type reaction to the phony CPI data. Put that number on a sticky note, 414.85. You might as well round it to 415, but the mathematics behind it, the calculator comes out with 414.85. As we know, the numbers work and the market is numbers based. Since we had very little change today, we're not going to bother looking at the weekly chart. Are there any other charts that have an indication of something different than we're seeing on the daily chart? And the short answer is, looking at the 120, I'm looking at the 240, they're all pretty much the same routine. They're essentially trying to climb this breakdown candle, get to the high. If they can clear the high, they go up to 415, 414 and change in that neck of the woods. One of the first things we discussed today in the live room session was, hey, the market's not going to get too far. We're waiting on the phony CPI data. Did the market get too far? No, it traded in a narrow range. Does that mean there wasn't a trade on the board? No, that means there was a trade on the board. There's a trade on the board if the market, Mrs. Market, gives us what we're looking for. Hold your horses, We'll get to that later. Real quick, if you're new and you're wondering what these black lines are, this line is a downsloping trend line that's really important from a longer-term perspective. Since price isn't close, we're not going to discuss it. It's not important. We just keep it on the chart because. But this one over here was an inverse 
head and shoulders pattern that we had our eye on as she was coming up to this neckline. Here's the head, and then you had a right shoulder that wasn't great, but it was nonetheless a right shoulder. Once price got above this neckline, it produces a target higher than we are now, so she's in the midst of trying to complete the inverse head and shoulders situation. What went on inside the numbers? Let's take a gander. Let's see who's making money in this market and who's not. It was turnaround Tuesday. It was another quiet overnight session where Mrs. Market floated slightly higher. The big picture is still an uptrend as cited yesterday. Pullbacks are meant to be bought until they're not. Keep that in the back of your mind, actually in the front of your mind. Getting down to today's number. Now, this was at zero dark 30. We were using 410.50 as an early pivot. That come into play later on. We had to adjust down, and you'll see that as the notes go on. Numbers above, 411.65 to 412 if there was going to be an uber bullish day. The flip side scenario is where price falls below 409.65. Now, that becomes an important number when the regular session gets underway. So let's see what we got as the morning ticks on. 9.15, what's the story? Where's the trade? How the hell do we make money today? For now, we're looking to buy the dip. The ideal place for starters this morning would be a shakeout operation down to a spike of 4.09. We like to create a zone using a second number. In this case, it becomes, meaning the zone, 4.09 to 4.08 this morning. For a bounce back in the other direction, they start with a scalp with potential. If they pop them right out of the gate, they'll go to 4.10.50, which is magnetic and the first spot of overhead resistance. So let's pick this apart. Let's see what we got. We have a buy opportunity, a buy the market for a bounce back in the other direction, meaning upward on a spike of 409, 409 to 408. 410.50 is magnetic and overhead resistance. Okay, fair enough. How you doing? We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Low of day, 408.92. We were buyers in the live room. Inside the number members were buyers. We were all over this thing. You buy the market up on a spike of 409, and you ride them, cowboy. Final exit for most traders in the room was 410.50. We take a scalp with potential. The scalp was, let's just say, in the neighborhood of six or so points. The rest becomes a risk-free, emotionless trade. Ride them, cowboy. 9.15 in the morning before the market even opens. About 9.21, is there a short scalp on the board, meaning if they go in the other direction, 4.11 to 4.11.65 is a zone where they should react back down in the other direction, starting at 4.11. Once again, how you doing? 4.11 is now the top line, and you can see what happened when they got up there. They reacted back down in the other direction. Need I say more? Now, this happened at the end of the day. I'm not sure who was trading that. The point is, the numbers work. Everything you just saw was long before the opening bell, 9.15, 9.21. Now the market opens. If she's going to go higher, 4.10.50 is the target. She's coming down, 9.55, 4.09 to 4.08 is still a zone of support for a bounce back in the other direction. Painfully slow day, yada, yada. Now they're in the front end of showtime zone, 1047, 
409 to 408 is the zone for a bounce back in the other direction. Starts as a scalp with potential. Need I say more? Give it to you before the opening bell. Walk you through it. When they hit, it's showtime. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. Everything traders need to affect their own success with information that they're likely not getting anywhere else. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Stocks on the move, we had three on the board today. One hit its entry objective, that was Microsoft, Newmont Mining, and Frontline did not. They're off the board, there are no trades. Keep in mind, earnings season starts in a few days. They will come fast and furious. The stocks on the move, that is. Microsoft getting a buzz cut at the open, first number, second number, you see what happens. First number really didn't work, they went down to the second, second work back to the first. If you averaged the two, they gave you the trade back to the first number. Not the greatest trade on the board, but it was fine for what we call a bunt for base hit. We also have a couple more each and every day that come up in the live room. Once the market opens, we're watching to see what's moving after the opening bell, what's coming into a specific place that we might be able to create an opportunity out of. Sienna qualified for that today. The zone was $50.91 down to 50.50. They didn't get to 50.50. They spiked 50.91, turned around, took off back in the other direction. We had takers and participants in the live room. We'll call that a bonus baby. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Another up day. Relative strength. IWM was up eight tenths of one percent, a buck and a half against the SPY that was basically flat today. That's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. It is my favorite market leading indicator. If the market remains bullish, if the melt up continues, the IWM will work their way up to this high over here again and likely into some level of these moving averages for a garden variety test. No change from last night. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Another up day, my second favorite market leading indicator. Again, relative strength of note, puzzle piece on the table, up over 1%. That's a decent day when everything else was flat. 14,570 is the place that they're headed to. It's going to be a spike of the 50-period moving average. And by the way, if they get above the 50-period moving average and they can sustain price up there for more than just an hour or two, that's bullish. It will be above all the moving averages. And you know what we say, the trend is your friend until she throws your shit out the window. What about the Q people? Well, the Qs were down a little bit today, but above all the moving averages, there's nothing wrong with this particular chart. As long as she remains in an uptrend, above all the moving averages, it's a pullback in an uptrend. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. The market will move on the CPI and the PPI on Thursday. It's going to move one direction or another, and things will become more clear than they may be at present. Financials trying to move up a little bit. Again, they're not out of the woods. Up a little under 1%. Again, as long as the financials are not falling apart, it's unlikely the rest of the market falls apart. But keep in mind, the financials already did fall apart, and as did parts of the rest of the market at the same time. Clear up the daily chart noise. What do you have? You have a weekly chart 
with a bearish, wedgish type of pattern working at present using that 200 period moving average, the last line of defense trying to fight it. They give that up. There's a whole nother leg down coming. Now, I intimated last night a little bit. We do have a tinfoil type situation coming up shortly. Markets trade up into these events, they can turn down. Markets trading down into these events, they can turn up. It could also be a nothing burger. For us, it's an awareness. If markets trading up into that event, we're going to be aware that they may have an interim top looming. More on that as the days ahead come closer. Smash Mouth, any great revelation today? Not really. Again, above that 100 period moving average, above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. And as you see on the daily chart, still above all the moving averages, down day, but above all the moving averages, it's just a down day. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. We're not going to read into it down a buck 36 on a 250 some odd dollar stock. That's not exactly institutional distribution, and the volume was light anyway. Waiting on the phony CPI. Relatively quick and short video today. Got everything I wanted to discuss, so we will, in fact, pull the ripcord here. By the way, have I told you how much I appreciate you? Without you folks, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.